and theoretically, we're live now. Yay! Hey, everybody. Yay, we managed. Aww. Those of you who didn't uh, run off, thank you for uh, <laughs> your patience. Um, yeah, we're all live. As is always the case with uh, live broadcast, we are, you know, chasing gremlins and dealing with uh, technical difficulties and all that fun stuff, you know. We don't have staff. We do not have staff. That's true. Um, goals. So, Hashtag goals. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you'd like to apply, uh, send send us a private message. Um, no, so um, welcome to Calculated Risks, an Eberron adventure. Uh, each week, roughly, we get together and uh, <laughs> adventure uh, in Eberron, hence the name of the, of the game. We are playing with 5th edition rules. Um, lots of homebrew has been required of that, which uh, I have been able to put together and compile over at uh, a lot of the resources I create over at Dungeon Master's Guild. Um, so I'll talk more about where you can get that later. I'm Travis. I'm your uh, Dungeon Master for the day. And uh, let me go around the room and have everybody tell us who you are and what you do. We'll start... Uh, We'll go counterclockwise today because I'm feeling crazy. Bob, go ahead and tell us who you are, what you do. My name is Bob Davis. I am a freelance game writer. I publish things in a DMs guild. I'm working on stuff for OGL. And uh, yeah, other than that, my wife and I run our own internet business. It's called Reconstructing History. And you can find me at r-p-davis.com or reconstructinghistory.com. And I can't believe I flaked this. Tell us who you're playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when you miss a week. Right. Everything yeah. just goes. I'm playing Gurius Arakan, the half-elf bard. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Uh, Mike, uh, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you're playing. Hello, I'm Mike from Romania. I'm a game developer in training, and uh, I'll be playing... The sort of cleric, Kresmar. <laughs> yes, Kresmar, the sort of cleric, indeed. And uh, Alina, tell us who you are, what you do, who you're playing. Hi, everyone. I'm Alina. I'm a fiction writer, and uh, I play Anu, who's a fighter, and uh, very much in love with makeup, fine clothing, and uh, jewelry. And we call him Fashion Forward, Korean. He loves makeup and jewelry and clothes. Are we sure about Anu? <laughs> we... Sure about I'm... what? I'm not judging. I'm not Are judging. you asking about his sexual orientation now? <laughs> no, because, no, because you don't have... I thought I, thought I made it... I thought I made it obvious like, last time when he asked for prince or princess. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you made it very clear that, that Anu um, does not have much of a preference other than shiny. What would that be called? Like, what would be gay to be a drag queen? I mean, I, I know plenty of guys. Who, who wear women's clothing at further yeah. gigs and they're yeah, no, straight um, as an arrow, but still. When it, no, when it comes to this side of things, he's very much like Lucifer in the TV show 
he thinks he'd be wasting like half of humanity if he was only interested in women. So. Right. I see. So it's it's wow. equal equal opportunity. Wow. Uh, equal opportunity. Yeah. I knew he was self centered, but I didn't know he was that self centered. <laughs> He's the most self-centered motherfucker there is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's my. Oh, it's, it's great. It's my favorite thing. He's uh. What, what would be a good term for like sexually attracted to? Not even necessarily like money, but just just shiny objects. Like like he's like bling sexual. I can tell you, no. <laughs> if, if he likes holographic stuff, then he's a holosexual, and that's an actual term. It's. It's been invented by this really popular nail art YouTuber. Okay. Her name is okay. There are holosexual shirts and everything. So I think it's like glitter sexual. Glitter sexual. Like, I mean, it's like if it's shiny, I think it. There, that's that's our that's that. But, I'm okay with settling on glitter sexual have, as the term. I have to, I have to say something though. <laughs> he doesn't just want it shiny. He wants it shiny and expensive. Right. There's no value before I'm adventuring with a I'm adventuring with a Beyonce song. <laughs> yes. Because these days buying your own kingdom doesn't really come cheap. So you either marry up or buy everything. There you go. There you go. Fair fair enough. Fair well, enough. So on that note, uh, let us get back to where we were at. So uh, you had all been separated when last we met. Um, yes. You, uh, Anu was meeting with Tooks at the Barge Ride Inn, and yep. Tooks was getting ready to set up your travel arrangements. You had requested an airship. Um, yes. <laughs> but it was going to be probably about a day for that to get together, and I believe you had some interest in... Uh, speaking with Artemis, which was one of your family members who is currently suffering from this illness that's going around the family. Yes, that... but we decided it wouldn't be me who went to talk to him because right. I'm the only one who could get the disease. So Right. Um, so that's where we left you parked. You were still at the inn at, at the last we met. Um, yep. Gurius was... Going over the, yeah, he was going over the rubbings and and putting he was together a these beautiful mind moment, right? Sort of figuring out um, these connections and and possibilities of what these etchings might mean. Yeah. Yes, I sharn. <laughs> exactly. Yes, um, and Kresmar was overseeing the repairs at the temple, but with a light touch because he was mostly gone shopping around for trinkets right right and so you had gone shopping um now when you finished your your shopping were you planning on returning back to the temple i guess would be the question well it depends how much time i have until the boat leaves. well um i guess that's i guess the biggest question would be did Gorius leave any means of communication so that, or any messages to where he was, like where he was going to go set up shop. 
No. Yeah. So like, is there... <laughs> I think about it. He, I just, yeah, man, he's going to go into his bunker and, and figure all this out. And well, he's going to, he's going to have to come out for food at some point. Right. But I mean, you know, depending yeah. on how you do on constitution checks, that can be days. <laughs> <laughs> but, let's see. I'm now suffering from four levels of exhaustion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you just uh, sort of await uh, the first hunger pang, um, yeah, Gurius takes his meals at an inn anyway near the university. So, okay. um, and they would know the other two would know, you know, that his where to live warned for you, right? Yeah, where, yeah. where he usually goes to eat. Okay, um, so I guess we'll, I mean, for in terms of like what Cresmar, as far as Cresmar would be aware, you know, it's going to take some time to book a ship. Um, you know, you can certainly take a leisurely shopping trip if you wish and just sort of uh wander the markets now what what area would you like to be doing your shopping in you can be shopping kind of in the university district where things are um well i already bought everything that he wanted but uh okay. he is generally looking for things that uh, i don't know catch his eye you uh, say something to him i don't so probably, um, probably a little bit of wandering, right? Like checking out a couple of the different districts. Yeah. In Sharn. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, Anu would do his best to get a hold of either of them to send them uh, talk to Artemis. Okay. And avoid, you know, a plague. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, it would probably be easier to track down Gurius. Mm -hmm. um, because Kressmar is going to be out sort of wandering the city while he's going on this yeah. uh, extensive shopping spree. Um, but so you'll you'll leave from the barge right in, head over to the inn where uh, probably head back to the temple, seeing that Kressmar is not there. Uh, head over to the inn where you where you guys sort of generally. Uh, frequent for food and beverage and it's yeah. probably about an hour's wait before um, Gorius arrives and staggering uh, in covered yeah. in ink stains and chalk three days worth three days growth of beard unkempt hair yeah he looks he looks kind of rough when he walks in don't you look fetching Gorius darling oh <laughs> oh my god you have to see what I've discovered it's, it'll blow your mind man mm. was it something in that beard of yours that you discovered no no like but... a new species Ooh. there's still there's still crumbs of food in here no no <laughs> oh do you remember that rubbing we took yeah. Of the thing in the in the thing in the below place. Well, listen. Yeah. I've had it on the wall, and I've talked to some friends of mine. Don't worry, we can trust them. Okay. And we they, we started doing all. We started looking at all the equations. <coughs> it's massive, man. It's massive. Mm. Massive, like it went right over your head, and that's why you brought other people in, or I, I don't understand this stuff. I'm a musician. Okay. But there's there's people in the university that I can trust. 
mm -hmm. that I've showed it to you. Not all at once. Not all of it to every... Not all of it. No, no, no. No, no, no. So just parts of it to each of them. Parts of it to different people, and I'm trying to put it all together. And I... Oh, I haven't eaten anything in probably three days. Well, well no you should so hungry. probably eat something, because then I have a task for you. I have been busy, too. You're what? going to... Yeah, you're going to see a relative of mine. He's sick, the poor bastard, and I can't go because, you know, this plague only affects my family, so you're safe. All right. And, right, uh, right, right, I guess I should clean myself up too, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should definitely, because otherwise I don't think they'll let you in. They'll think you'll infect them all with something, the way it's you're looking right now. I'll infect them with my enthusiasm of discovering all of the things. <laughs> right. I'm sure I'm sure that's exactly what they're going to think about it. Um, it's not that you look unkempt and dirty and like the heart of all infections. Not at all. What are you trying to say? That you should wash up and, you know, oh. shave. All right. Presentation. <laughs> Excellent. You, you cast a quick spell and you are now clean. Um, <laughs> barkeep, or the serving wench comes over and uh, takes you guys' order, uh, prepares your food. Um, okay. You're both uh, able to consume a fine meal. Um, and I will get back to... I, I would assume upon eating, are you going to head directly out to that uh, task? Or yeah. are there other things? Yeah. Okay. I will do the thing. Excellent. Um, I'll get back to you guys in a moment. So, Kresmar, uh, you're walking back from um, like the one of the upper ward towers, uh, carrying your various acquisitions. I'd like you to go ahead and make a perception check for me, if you don't mind. Nine. Okay. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> it's a nice day. Sun's out. <laughs> uh, friendly folk on the street waving. Clearly, because he has a piece friend. of uh, a big white pearl in a piece of cloth, and he keeps looking at it, wondering what it does. <laughs> Very good. Just sort of brushing it and observing it. Very pleased with your purchase. Um, you you make your way back to the uh, to the temple, and as you're sort of organizing your purchases and going through your uh, acquisitions, you find a note in one of your bags. Okay. How did this get here? I'm opening it up and reading it. Okay. Uh, it's written in Draconic. Do you speak Draconic? Yep. Excellent. It says, Kresmar, I had thought that was you. After some research, and verification of your identity, I felt compelled to reach out. 
I would like to meet with you. I have a room at the Sailor's Lament Come find me there. After dusk. Your friend, Alessa. <laughs> you have no idea whatsoever who this Alessa person is. Which doesn't say much because he can't remember shit. Right. Well, I guess I should li at least leave some word of where I'm going. Okay. Maybe I don't know, tell one of the workers, <laughs> the foreman at the temple. And he says, uh, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that if the shift changes before uh, you guys get uh, back, that I let the next shift lead know. We're yeah, probably in case someone comes searching for me, tell them to meet me We'll do. We're probably looking at about two or three more days. We should have this thing ready to rock and roll. Uh did you see that up there? Oh you got wood rot. Nice that's oh that's gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the money pit? Oh, it'll be about two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three months later. <laughs> I yeah, think they're I, afraid of the Kenneth family. That's why they don't do that. They they prize their work, hopefully. Oh, very much so, very much so. So yeah, they tell you um, two or three days more work left. Uh, so them, they're sure somebody will be there. They're going to be working around the clock. Uh, for some reason, the the big boss wants this done ASAP. So you must have had a very generous donation to the church. That's nice, I guess. I just you don't want it to rain anymore inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> but I do appreciate all the care you're taking with this construction. And I'm sure maybe the two people who used to visit this shrine would also appreciate it. Of course. Happy to. You know, we, we, we like our work. And they, uh, to that end, he gets back to it. Um, so you start heading down to the... Uh, to Sailor's Lament. And um, it's down in the dock ward on one of the lower levels. So it's probably going to take you about an hour, hour and a half to get there. Okay. So um, you load up whatever it is you're going to take for the journey and start heading out. Uh, getting back to Gorius, you're sent to a medical facility. Um, okay. It's like a, almost. They won't keep you there. It's fine. Almost like a nursing home, I guess, for lack of a better term. Okay. And so. me without my lab coat. <laughs> Are you making any preparations? I guess before you head that way. Well. I'm going to, you know, as I said, clean my, as I first digitate myself into cleanliness. For sure. A nice groomed beard. 
Um, what was the name of the person I was supposed to be talking? Where the hell is my pencil? Artemis. Like the goddess. And like Art. the musketeer. Right, right. Artemis. Is the person I've been sent to see. I've been, I'm seeking. And what am I supposed to be getting from Artemis? I'm so sorry. Uh, Artemis is sick. He has the affliction that affects my family. Uh -huh. And you're supposed to talk to him about it and find out more about what's going on. I see. He's been studying it, if I'm not mistaken. There's the druid. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just, uh, um, just reminding us that that uh, that he's there, just in case. Yes, yes. Um, could have helped us in that fight with the chef. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right, then. I am now prepared. Excellent. Uh, so you arrive at this uh, nursing facility. Uh, <laughs> it's in one of the upper towers. It's a nice part of town. Um, it's run by House Jurasco, which are a uh, halfling dragon-marked house uh, with the mark of healing. So on top of just being well-studied in the healing arts, they also have dragon marks that assist in magical healing. Uh, when you walk in the front doors, there's a desk, a little halfling woman. Looks like she's probably on the backside of middle age for a halfling. You know, she's sitting there, got her hair up in a bun, big giant ear-to-ear -ear grin on her face. How can I, how can I be of service? Good morning, madam. I have come seeking an audience with Artemis. Mm, I see. Have I missed visiting hours? No. Um, there are precautions that we will need oh, to take. Do you have any allergies that you're aware of? None of, none of which I'm aware, no. Have you been cursed in the last six months? Not to my knowledge. Excellent, excellent. Sworn any geese? No, I haven't even seen a goose uh, outside, outside of my dinner plate in probably three years. Right. Um, practice any necromancy? Unless you count you know, healing spells, mm -hmm. which I am privileged to be able to cast from time to time. Okay, can you sign here and initial here, here and here, please? Very well. <laughs> she starts like reaching into a drawer as you're filling out your stuff and she pulls out an amulet and says, you're gonna wanna wear this. Very well. You slap it on and there's a bit of a glow emanates from it. What is this precisely? Uh, it's uh, protection against evil. Oh, very well. <laughs> Always a good thing to be protected against, is it not? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, he's in room 218. 218. And I get there by... Uh, go down this hall, take a right. Very well. Thank you so much. You've been most, most helpful. Indeed. Be safe. I shall do my best. <laughs> and I'll... Um... 
wander off, toddle off down the hallway since she was so helpful. Excellent. As you're uh, moving down the hall, uh, when you get to the corner that she had indicated, you see various runes carved into the archway that leads down the hallway. Um, do you speak Halfling? I do not. Okay. Uh, if, you'd, think if you'd like, yes. you could make a Arcana check with disadvantage. Arcana check with disadvantage. Arcana is plus five. <laughs> I'm talking with my mouth full in front of the entire internet. That's okay. That's uh, 13 is the low. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah, you can't make out the specifics, but you're fairly certain that um, among these wards that are put up are <coughs> like um, binding wards to keep something contained behind them. And you recognize for sure at least one of them is effectively a keyed trap. And you're fairly okay. certain that it would have to be keyed to like a mark on a person to set it off. I see. So this may be set up to like blast a patient who's trying to run out of this wing. Right, right. <laughs> so if the one with the Andromeda strain decides to get out, then kaplooey, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, but there's no like actual door. It's just an open archway, and these little, oh, you know, decorative-looking oh, rooms. Oh, very friendly. <laughs> oh, oh, very friendly indeed. Yeah. As you as you walk in and you're going down the hallway. Um, a couple of the rooms on either side, they're not, the doors are not open, but a couple of them are cracked. And in the ones where you see them cracked, like uh, you'll see in one instance, there's a team of artificers that are like, as near as you can tell, intensively working on reconstructing a warforged who's intact, basically got an intact head and like most of his torso. And they're all sort of like working, like, you know, just trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Um, wow. You walk past another room that's cracked and you can hear like chanting and see like a, a Jurasco nurse walk over with a bowl filled with what near as you can tell at a glance is probably blood and like walks it over to the doctor who takes some and like sprinkles it on the patient. Again, just sort of something you see as you walk by. You arrive. Not something you see every day. You arrive at room 218. Uh, the door is closed. I will gently knock. Okay. And to... Artemis? You go in and the room is filled with scrolls and books. There's like one chair for, for you're assuming a doctor or a visitor to sit in. Right. And then there's the bed. There's a little shelf next to the bed that's got various <laughs> potions on it 
and the rest of the area is just littered with papers. Hoarders of Sharn. Yeah. Um, Artemis himself is a human. Um, he's looks like he's probably in his 90s. Very sunken in. Um, very filthy, scraggly, mangy uh, beard. Um, his skin, he looks almost as if somebody just kind of wrapped an adult skeleton in a teenager, like a preteen's skin. <laughs> you know, he's extremely emaciated. Yeah. He looks up to you, one, his left eye milky with cataract. I'll try and concentrate on the other eye then. <laughs> Because you know you, how you can't stop and right. you can't stop looking. Somebody has lazy, lazy on here. Someone looks at you. You're always like, staring, staring. And it's creepy. And you feel like a jerk, but you can't help yourself. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I will concentrate very assiduously on staring at the good eye. Master um, Artemis. Uh, good morning. Um, I have been sent by Anu to ask you a few questions. Have uh, you got a moment? Anu? Yes. He's alive? Oh, yes. I'm kind of amazed. <laughs> well, he does tend to be a bit reckless, does he not? Mm, yes, and uh, insufferable, but... <clears throat> <laughs> well, what does my dear cousin want? There, I am given to understand there is a sort of family sickness from which his family suffers, and he, uh, he sent me to find what you know about this family sickness. Oh yes. Can you help? Oh yes, there is an illness plaguing our blood. It's not just the family. <clears throat> it's spreading. I see. It is a targeted curse. Targeted curse, is it? For all whose blood hails from the lands of Seer. It affects everyone from Seer? Oh yes, it will. Working its way through us family by family. <laughs> from the highest of nobles to the lowest commoner. My God, is, is there any kind of cure? I believe there may be. He feebly reaches over towards the nearest stack to him and points at a scroll that's on top of it. Well, I shall certainly fetch it, of course. My latest notes. It's, a, it's written in common, but it's an extremely messy, um, you know, written in the margins, things are scratched out and written over. There's math equations, some definitely some arcane symbols, some herbalism work, and it, it almost several sort of mixed techniques all on this scroll. He says, I tried to clean it up, but I can no longer hold a quill. 
you, you have no assistant. My assistant perished. That's terrible. The staff here I do not trust with my knowledge. Well, I wonder if someone, then I'll look around, looking around the room, I wonder if someone may be sent, perhaps Anu could send another trusted servant to act as your assistant so that your work lives on. I cannot trust anyone outside the family. You should not even be trusted. And it pains me to know that the hopes of my people are pinned on that fop. <laughs> he does not. He does not act alone. There are those who would shepherd him down the right path, the path of wisdom for his people. Wisdom. When we were children. <laughs> He used to bully me and my brothers. <coughs> that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to do. I shall have words with him when next I see him. You should. Tell him that this is his chance to win back his family's honor. <coughs> he, like, coughs and, like, black... Bile and blood runs out of his <laughs> mouth. It sounds kind of like that, but way wetter. Um, <laughs> and yes. Um, <laughs> may I may I take this away with me? Your notes. Yes, please. And we shall do our best to find a cure for this disease, and come back and return you to hail heartiness once more. Before you leave, ask the nurses to cast a restoration spell on that parchment. Do not show them its content. <laughs> I will do precisely as you instruct. Good. He, you're fairly certain, falls asleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> he definitely loses consciousness. Kind of, kind of not actually touching him, but kind of. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to flee. Very good. <laughs> Scurry as fast as my half elf. Very good. Nurse, 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 nurse. And the nurse walks over. Yes, sir. I'm very much afraid Master Artemis has suffered a turn. Oh, before you attend to him, would, would you very kindly? Um, he he said that this uh, scroll, which he is loaning me, uh, that that one of you would cast a restoration spell upon it. Of course, she pulls out a wand and taps the scroll, and it glows green for a second. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah. Oh, delightful! Much obliged to you. Indeed, I better go see to him. She, Have a good day. You as well. She runs in. Did you die on us again? <laughs> by the by, by the by, I, I signed a totally different name to her form. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just, 
One of my man, <laughs> one of my many aliases. That's totally fine. Totally fine. All right. Um, so you, uh, yeah, you have the scroll in your possession. Are you heading back to meet up with Anu then at that point? Oh, I'm pelting away from this fucking place as fast as my feet will carry me. Very good. Um, Pest, pestilential hospital of <laughs> <laughs> uh, You run back uh, to the inn. Um, well, I guess, is Anu still waiting at the inn, or would you have headed to the um, temple? Where were you planning on meeting up? No, because I already left word, word for Kasabar at the temple that I'll be at the inn, so... Oh, gotcha. I, I assume we'll wait for him there. Okay. Um, you know, I had completely spaced that you had done that. So, Kresmar, before you left, or as you're getting ready to actually leave, uh, one of the workers walks up to you and says, uh, that um, noble that you're hanging out with stopped by, said, said he was going to be at the inn. What? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I think I think he said something to somebody. What end did he say? <laughs> I don't know. There's like 400 ends in Sean. The stumbling and puke. The stumbling and puke. <laughs> well, I always thought he would have. <laughs> so it's our visual hangout. We all have. Weird I played a gig or two there. <laughs> <laughs> I leave all confused. Excellent. Um, <laughs> you figure maybe it's best to just check the inn that you guys frequent. Um, we'll call it... Uh, we'll, we'll, for the moment, we'll call it Dave's Inn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so inventive. <laughs> so run, run by a half-orc uh, named Dave. So, um, <laughs> so you, you head to Dave's Inn, uh, where you find, um, on your way into the inn, you see Gurius like running up the street. <laughs> uh, uh, there better be a drink in there. Ooh. Ooh. You okay there? I've been better. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm just going to burst into it. Dave! Dave! What? Ale, please. Ale, please. A pitcher. Set, two. Sets up a glass. Sets up a pitcher. I'll put it on your tab. Oh, thank you. That'd be most, most kind. Most kind of you. Most kind of you. You, looking at Anu. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> Not that old. But why? But Artemis looks like he's about nine hundred and thirty-three years old. He says you used to bully him when he was a child. <laughs> make a history. Make a history <laughs> check. Uh, Me? Yeah. Um. History check. Twenty-four. As soon as he says that. It occurs to you that you do have a cousin who's about two years younger named Artemis. Oh, it's him then. Did he complain about me bullying him again? 
He's so old. He's so old. His asshole is haunted. <laughs> he's not. He's not that old. He just played with a lot of magic, and I assume the curse isn't helping. Gee, what kind of curse is this? I have no clue, man. But and, if he complained about me bullying him and his brothers again, maybe you should oh. know. They tried to gang up on me only. I was better than them at the bullying part, so I'm not sorry. I'm not judging. I'm not judging the bullying thing. I'd be throwing around <laughs> blame of who bullied who. I'm just wondering. This disease must... What a bastard. Because, uh, really, if he's human, he was about 130 years old. He's not that old. I mean, look at me. I mean, we do use some restoration spells, but not that advanced. Some? some yeah, I'm not 20. Imagine I'm not 20. I don't know how you humans actually do things. I mean... <laughs> no, Grace is about 125, so... <laughs> I forget how old Grace is. I wrote it down oh. somewhere. I'm not but... as old as you, but I'm not in my 20s either. All right, all right. I look, to, I look in, like I'm in my 20s because that fetches most girls and guys. Don't, I, I don't want to know. I really, 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 really don't want to know. Now. You asked. I did, I did, and I regret, <laughs> I regret everything. Everything. Now, he said, mm. and I'm quoting here, that this is your chance to win back the family's honor. Mm, that means they're all afflicted and I'm the only one who can help them and now they're interested in me. Fine. Well, he, gave me also, he gave me this scroll. It's got all his notes on it. I can't make head and a tail can of I, it. Can I read any of it? Um, yeah, you guys can all look at it if you'd like. Uh, it's written uh, in common. So... Right. Um, but yeah, it's but like, it's, I was it's thinking like, maybe like Da Vinci I'm more used to it. Italian. It's all backwards and yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just messed up. Um, yeah, is Cressmar going to look it over as well? Yeah, I'll take a seat. I, I I'm going to need to have to run out very shortly, but I'll look at it really fast. Okay. In case something springs to mind, while I sit down and take the note, I also take Urius's tanker down it. <laughs> 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 I bought a picture then, isn't it? <laughs> pour, myself, pour myself another and top off his. Because <laughs> clearly this is his thinking juice. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> let's go ahead and have some... Uh, let's have some uh, history checks out of each of you and let's make those checks... Uh, with disadvantage. Oh! You're not going to use this. Lowest roll of 19. Awesome! <laughs> what do we get for Cressmar? 15. Oh, excellent. Alright, um, so with a 9, like... Anu is able to piece together that there is some alchemy, herbalism, um, a little bit of magic, and it's going to require a number of rare components, but you're not quite sure how it all goes together. 
or what exactly is supposed to come out of the other side of this. Um, with a 15, Kresimar learns all that information, learns that this is designed to create a potion and that the potion itself um, should not only inoculate against this curse, <laughs> but stop the curse from progressing any further. What Gurius is able to put together is that if these notes are true, you get all of that stuff that I just mentioned, Gurius, but mm -hmm. also if this is accurate and, and an accurate, accurate reflection of the nature of the curse, um, it seems to be highly advanced, um, highly, for lack of a better word, blasphemous blood magic. You. And what it seems to be designed to do is attack a bloodline and draw its vitality out. And as it draws the vitality out of its host, it powers the curse itself to allow it to mutate, to allow it okay. to affect a broader range of bloodlines. Ew. That's why he looked old. So it wasn't just a plastic surgery then? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and um, this potion will stop the effects of the curse in the afflicted, but it's going to require additional magics to reverse them. Okay. So like even if Artemis had this potion today, he'd still be a withered 90-year-old-looking man who's coughing up right. chunks of his lung, short of other magical intervention. Right. But if I were to drink it today, I'd be safe from the curse. Right. So we'll have to go and find the ingredients for this then, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, we should. And a number of the ingredients that it lists are plant materials that are native to Zendarik. We were going there anyway, so. There's a thing saying about birds and stones. There's one other um, material that's listed. Uh, Chrismar noticed it in the notes, but didn't quite clock it as actually being part of the formula. You thought maybe it was uh, like an alchemical um, metaphor. And as Gurius is looking over it, he can see how it would fit as an alchemical metaphor, but then there's another notation that you find that's, that clarifies that, no, this is actually need, needed. And it's um, a pint of dragon's blood. A pint? Mm-hmm. Like, not a few drops, a full pint? Yeah. Great. Yeah, lots of it. To be fair, though, a, a pint is a few drops of blood from a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like a diabetic's yeah. test strip supply. Because they're big, they're because big boys. Dragons are big, and they eat 
people like us and breathe fucking fire. Mm. Yeah, so we just can find a good, we can find a good one and talk so, him into donating it. So what you're saying is we either persuade one or we can take him, no problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. All right. I don't know. Positive thinking. Think you Positive can be Maybe I should ask around the church, maybe. Some friendly dragon. Mm. Not dragonborn, but dragon. They're not all bad. <clears throat> no, they're not. There's good dragons. Yeah. Just gotta find one. We mm. couldn't... You couldn't, you know, use dragonborn blood, right? It's gotta be a real dragon. I know I went, when I went for my anointment to Firehood. What's the name of the capital <laughs> for the Silver Flame? Oh, yeah. um... Stormreach? No, it's, uh... Flame something. Yeah, it's a good question. It's, uh... <laughs> it's right here in this book. Yeah. Well, it was a really pretty place with really nice architecture. It is a pretty place with nice architecture. It's a shame um, you couldn't I find it on D&D &D Beyond. I know, it would be great if you could find it on D&D &D Beyond, but you can't. Um, Life goals for D and D Beyond. <laughs> One day. One day. Um, it's a good question. It's in here somewhere. I'll find it one day and let you know. But that town it's for now. Done. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed they had to like. I, I assume they have more than one. They have a sort of dragon type doggies that guard people around there. Well, there was a little girl who had one guarding her. I don't know who she was. Um, this is all new information for me. I'm fascinated. Are any of you proficient in? Alchemist's kits or um, or uh, herbalism kits? No. I don't think so. Not me. No. Does it have strings? Can I play it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> How do you get these proficiencies? <laughs> uh, they would come generally from either class or... Uh, background the better part of a year of downtime yeah you could spend a year of downtime or so on it. Or we could just hire someone you could do that um if you wanted to hire it out you could certainly find um like a, a mage right or something along those lines um you know who would uh be able to to crack it for you that's a great Flame, excuse, excuse for us to have Sarah back in the stream. That would Maybe. be would be a good excuse for a, a guest appearance. Uh, mm -hmm. That is that is something that you could do if you wish to. And the capital is Flame Keep. That's the city we're looking for, which you'd think Flame. I would have remembered. Yeah, silvery, flamey town. Right, it's Fire City. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. 
Um, well, than shitty sewerville that we were in a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. So short of consulting someone who's an expert, there's not much else you can figure out at this point about that document. So um, on that note, it's 11.05 Central. So we're going to go ahead and take our tech break. Um, if you're watching live on the stream, please uh, feel free to hang out and chill. We'll be back momentarily. If you're watching in the archives on YouTube, I'll post a link to what the end time of the first break is. Um, and you can just click that and time travel to when we're back. Um, if you're watching on the Twitch archive, I can't do shit like that, so sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will be uh, back momentarily. Always gone. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We have returned. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let people know in the chat that we should be back live and to go ahead and refresh if you don't see us. So It, um, it, it went to live without me refreshing. Yeah. It's the second time. Sweet. Yeah, we got a streak going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now don't touch go it. Away. Yeah, I know. I just jinxed this. Um, I did. <laughs> the druid really wants in today. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, guys, I haven't done nothing. It was, it was just session 10 already. Um, <laughs> this is my initiative now. This is my initiative now. <laughs> all right, so um, I guess you guys have pretty much extracted all the information you can right now out of this scroll. So yeah. um, did you... Cressmar, did you want to bring them with you on your errand? Or were you going to go by yourself? Well, just if they want to tag along. Yeah, but sure, why not? You can just wait for me there until I'm finished, in case you hear screaming from upstairs or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. If we can prevent the screaming, we will. Very good. All right, uh, you guys make your way to the Sailor's Lament. Uh, just heading through town on foot. It takes, like I said, about an hour and a half. The sun has gone down by the time you arrive. Um, it's just a small little inn right off the docks in the dock ward. Mm. Um, looks like it probably seats 20, 30 people in the common room, and then there's rooms upstairs. Uh, there's a dwarf barkeep. She's uh, just standing at the bar, wiping it down. There's like two sailors in here when you guys walk in, both human. Well, um, no, I ask about the name on the note. I'll just show the note, the barkeep. All right, she looks down at it. She smiles, says, uh, Go on upstairs, love. Okay, thank you very much. I will sit in one corner of the common room, pull up my lute, and begin to tune. Excellent. The sailors kind of look over and smirk as they hear you playing. Uh, what's Anu going to do? I'm going to sit with him because, you know, the place is small. If they're screaming, we're bound to hear it. And... Uh, get there in like two seconds flat of course um we hope you uh walk upstairs when you get to the top of the stairs you see there are four rooms up here 
Um, each has a wooden, simple wooden door with a simple locking handle. The room to the furthest end of the hallway on your left, the door is slightly ajar. Do I know what room I'm supposed to go to? There's not a room number or anything. They're just, they're, they're not even marked. But, yeah. I guess I'll knock on each one. Alright, uh, you knock on the first door to the left, no answer. You knock on the second door to the left. Or the second door, first door to the right, no answer. You over the second door to the left, the one that's ajar. And when you knock, the door swings wide open. Anyone ask for a priest of the silver flame? Uh, you hear a woman's voice. It says, enter. Well, I'm going in. All right. Uh, As soon as you step into the room, you feel almost as if you're pulled. Like, piece by piece, your body is pulled forward. Um, By the time you set your foot touches ground, you're no longer in the inn. You're standing in a glade. There's various plants and flowers and uh, trees surrounding you. And you. I look what? after a butterfly that's nearby. <laughs> Realize that I should probably be more surprised about this development. <laughs> For some reason, I'm not. Um, <laughs> looking over your shoulder, you still see the doorway. To the end. Yeah, that seems perfectly normal. <laughs> and you hear the beating of wings. Make a nature check. Twenty-one. Those are definitely dragon wings. He asked for the block. Can I tell where the direction of the sun? It seems to be above and behind you and closing in. Well, I'm going to look in that direction. You look up and you see um, a very beautiful brass dragon. Based on size, probably adult. Sort of swooping around and coming in and intercepts uh, course effectively to like swing around you and land in front of you. I'm just going to stay calm lands. Dragon lands and leans in, looks you dead in the eyes, and sniffs. I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> 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 Why, Chris, don't you want a drunk dragon? <laughs> she says, Have you been drinking? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. I'd prefer honestly. 
Well, yeah. I do like you some here. sometimes. Like, why? Don't judge. I'm not judging you. You should try to keep your wits a little sharper is all. You have no memory of me, do you? I can't say I really do. Or this place. It's more like my mind doesn't remember. My feelings do. It's hard to describe. This place feels familiar, sort of. Mm. At least I realize that you're not a threat. No, I am... I am not a threat at all. Um, I've been looking for you for a long time. I'm glad I was able... And I'm glad... You... Awakened something recently. You know, I don't think anyone told me that it was... That it was what, I'm sorry? I don't think anyone told me that line was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... There's much I want to tell you, but... You're going to need to discover this yourself if you want to survive. Okay. The secrets you're seeking, the knowledge you're missing, the connection between your mind, your thoughts, your memories, and your feelings are within the device that you have begun to awaken. <laughs> Is this the thing that's you know, I yeah. that my wall? Shocked me, but I I felt something about that device when I touched it, and I didn't really know what to make of it. But yes, now that you mention it, you are. She nods. It's just that I don't really know if I should <laughs> try to find out what's in there. I have a bad feeling about it. She says, I understand your fear. We fear things we don't understand. But I'm going to need you to be brave. All of Eberron is going to need you to be brave. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was afraid something like this was going to happen. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. No. <laughs> she says, I'm going to need you to be serious about this. <laughs> what makes you think that I'm not serious? <laughs> no, it's pretty enjoyable being a drunk priest. <laughs> but you're so much more. <sighs> I'm very limited in what I can tell you. Because 
if you come to this knowledge in the wrong way, it's just going to, it's going to do more harm than good. Yeah, I realize I don't, I'd rather have my wits with me, even if I do drink from time to time. But I do realize the consequences of any brute force interference. Oh. Can I uh, touch her? Yeah, absolutely. When when you do... Is she, is she physical? In oh yeah, there? she's definitely there. And when you feel, when you touch her, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. You feel no ill effects, just a warmth and a familiarity. Like when you touch her skin, she feels like. It's like the, it's almost like the familiar embrace of a lover. Kinky. It's like that level of that level of connection that you feel when you touch her, and these emotions start to to sort of almost overwhelm you as you don't remember any specifics, but you do remember this strong bond, this strong connection between you and this dragon. Well, now I'm 100% sure that I can trust her. And she sort of just smirks a little bit as, as she turns her nozzle sort of into your into your caress. And she says, we don't have time for such pleasantries, Kresmer. You need to... Um, What's that? Uh, I'll let her continue and I'll see. I'm sorry, you broke up. What? I'll let her continue what oh, she was saying. Sure. Tell her after. She says, We. You ran. You put yourself in this position because of fear. Because you were afraid of what might happen. And now the thing you were afraid of is happening. Fortunately, I think you broke up a little bit. She says now, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. She says, you put yourself in this position out of fear. <laughs> yeah, this was a worse breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I was laughing, because like, I got the exact same words as last time. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this better? Yeah. times the charm. Excellent. She says, you put yourself in this position out of fear. <laughs> no? Maybe not. Maybe it's not the charm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Chris Amar doesn't want to hear this. He doesn't. <laughs> the, the, the technology is... Yeah, is, but I is, do. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> let me do. Let me try... A different arrangement of words. Maybe it's that arrangement of words that's screwing the mic up. Um, <coughs> your fear put you in this position. Mm. Now I hear you. 
And now the thing that you feared is coming to pass. Yay. Fortunately, it's at your own hands. The great dragons have conspired to place you in charge of this, despite running from it. Well, that might be a bad idea. I'm just a drunk priest, you know. What can I do? You're so much more than a drunk priest. But Sometimes I don't know if I want to be. I know. Well, We're almost out of time. Yeah, I'm not going to waste your time anymore. She's, she says, take this. And she reaches up to her face and plucks a single scale. And hands it to you. Oh, man. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to take the scale. I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to ask her if she can do me one, just one favor before she goes away. If it's within my power, your wish is my command. One of my friends is in danger of dying from a potentially dying from a powerful disease. And we need some dragon's blood in order to prevent that from happening. And it's not just my friend, it's his entire people. How much dragon's blood do you need? Uh, not a lot, just to uh, find. A pinprick for you. Of course. Go downstairs and order the specialty red wine. Very well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. And I hope I won't let you down. Of course you won't let me down. You couldn't if you tried. Well, I, I wish I had your set. <laughs> are, are we sure she actually knows? <laughs> she says, if you, if you find you need me, you may reach me once with that scale. I'm going to carefully put the scale in my hand and look out behind my shoulder as I go through the door. All right, you step out. She uh, nods and smiles warmly um, and the door closes as you step back into the hallway. I'm going to just blink for a few seconds. Smell <laughs> 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 <Well>, my breath. Check <laughs> <laughs> for the dragon scale inside my pack quickly and open the door behind me. <laughs> All, right. All right, so you, you grab, you, you're pulling it out? Are you taking yeah, this? I just want to see if it's there. Oh, yeah, it's there. And you open the door and it's just a. It's just a room. Normal room. <laughs> Obviously. What okay. kind of Narnia shit <laughs> is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris and Mark, go down. Tell about your secret dragon lore. 
Yeah. I'm yeah. going to order the special wine. Right. Uh, she, the dwarven barkeep, raises an eyebrow. The special wine, you say? Yeah, I think so. She reaches under the bar and pulls out what looks like like a thick clay jar that's covered in dwarven runes. And when she holds it up, um, there's like steam coming off of it. I'm still I'm going play, to playing play. my loot in the corner going, mm, what? Can I read the runes? Uh, do you speak Dwarven? Uh, let me check. I don't think anyone of us can. I speak Primordial. Um, same alphabet. Go ahead and make a... Uh, go ahead and make a history check with disadvantage. I speak Dwarvish. Oh, do you? Yeah. It, uh, once it's close enough for you to read, you can certainly read it. Right. I got a uh, pen. Uh, you you recognize like the runes for cold and um, safe. That's about it. Okay, so it's supposed to. What you got there? The content. What you got there? Uh, trust me, Gurius, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> but uh, we're probably right. going to need this to save you. The Syrian people. Right. Well, wait, let me let me look at it. Let me have a look at it. It's a paint of dragon blood. Ooh. And you look. What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's uh, like cold, safe. Yeah. So uh, you can read it just fine. Um, it, it's a basically an incantation uh, to draw on the preservation powers of the frost giants to keep this holy, um, the holy contents of this decanter uh, cold, safe, and preserved. So it's basically uh, Eberron Thermos. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. However, it's actually cold to the touch itself. Ooh. Like... Kushima, Kushima, Kushima. Stick your tongue to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to here. Sticky tongue. It's like unpleasantly cold. No. And for holding a pint, it's probably like it's probably about twice the size you would imagine it needing to be to hold a pint. All right. Be careful with that, man. <laughs> All right. I'll very carefully hand it back. There you go. It's a very special thing you got there. Uh, yeah, you find weird things when you tavern. I guess. You gonna tell us what happened upstairs? Uh, I think I drank too much. <laughs> <laughs> so what That's else is there? Occurrence. <laughs> what, what else Why is there? Because I swear to God, I was, I swear on the holy flame that. I was talking to a, dra a great dragon in the room, and then the room was empty, and I have... 
So you went through a magic portal, talked to the dragon, and then when you came back, you realized you were wrong? Uh, Anu, Anu. I don't know how to answer he's, that. He's drunk. He's he's very clearly drunk. Yeah, but he's got the dragon blood over there, so I'm pretty yeah. sure he talked to a dragon. In a in a room, in an upstairs room in an inn on the docks of Shan. What kind of dragon is it? One that can create reality marbles? Which I have no idea how are called in the Dindy world. <laughs> yeah, pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you could do that, couldn't I? That's weird. Well, if I wasn't drunk, then... Uh, well, you were drunk, but it still happened, so... Better tell us. That we have a powerful ally, and... Uh, we were warned that uh, I may have... You know, it's not probably a may have. I probably did. <laughs> Screw a, gr a lot of stuff up before I lost my memory, and the entire world may be in danger because oh. of it. Well, on the on the downside, world by end. On the upside, chance for us to prove ourselves as heroes, and I'm going to become king. So. You know, you're, oh, you're pretty open about it. There's the possibility that I am not, in fact, insane. Uh, I don't think you're insane. I think you're drunk. That, that's different. That too. <laughs> All I wanted to do was go to university, <laughs> play a few songs, maybe record an album. And what am I and, doing? Uh, the worst Save the fucking world. Gurdias, the best yeah. bard that ever lived. So, you will have great material for your songs. So stop complaining. Yeah, if I live uh, my through eyes, it. My <laughs> eyes are dashing for some ooze <laughs> while I'm trying to yeah. formulate. Christmas, words. Christmas. <laughs> you don't need the alcohol to function, man. Fine. Uh, listen, listen, I... listen. You haven't heard <laughs> the worst part of it yet. Uh, okay. You know, you know that sphere with that we took the carvings uh, Half of. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that that thing can do stuff. I'm not 100% sure what, but it can mess up the entire world. Possibly. Oh, so Possibly. the device that everyone is. So the device that everyone is after is actually. The one that we gave for 2,000 gold. The oh. one that I've got all the drawings of stuck in a yeah. room that anyone can go into at any time. That yeah, I that, that one. That one. I'm still, uh, I'm still looking for the booze. <laughs> <laughs> There's no booze on this table. You're like, why is there no booze on this table? <laughs> yeah, you can notice on that news. On that like, news, I'm gonna go looking for booze myself. Uh, I'm, I'm already at the bar getting more booze at this point. I've got the plans to fucking doomsday device in my <laughs> dorm room at the university. I will, I will come back with the huge pint, huge pile of booze there. Each of us. The DM is laughing. So I'm not sure this is the best. Thing that you guys want to hear, but we might have to recover that spear the game of some. Well, I hate to be the voice of reason, but right now that thing is incomplete because the Kenneth 
lady, bitch if you will, uh, doesn't have all the parts and we're on a mission to recover more of the parts. So, uh, I say... Build our own. Build, destroy, whatever it takes to save the world, but I say we still have to get that and somehow convince the Kenneth lady we couldn't get it and it's been destroyed and uh, keep it for, like, safeguarding the future of the world. Performance plus yeah, nine. We have I can to find out what it does precisely before we do that because it might mm -hmm. destroy the world if we don't reassemble it. Okay. Well, but, and uh, we need that. Uh, we still need the piece, so we still are going to send Darik, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the same plan. I'm very confused. Yeah. Is when exactly is it going to destroy the world? <laughs> we don't know. I'm not know saying yet. that it would. I'm not saying that. It would. He's just saying it could, maybe in the wrong hand. I mean, right. destroy is probably a very strong word, but if all. Of the people in the world suddenly turn to lizards tomorrow, it would still be pretty bad, right? Wait, lizards? I, I don't want to be a lizard. Or, you know, rats or something else. I don't want to be anything like that. I want to be king. Anyway, we have to prevent this, obviously, because a drunk priest, a bard, and a jewelry-obsessed fighter are the last hope humanity has. We're so screwed. Gurius. Go ahead and give me an arcana check with advantage, please. As oh, you, dude. as you, uh, down. <laughs> so, so terrified. Uh, 20, 23. So it occurs to you, based on what you have, uh, figured out from your notes and your research, then placed in the context of what he's talking about is it's possible that this is um, a calculator or computer that can actually adjust the draconic prophecy Ooh. so Based on all the lore that you've heard about the Draconic Prophecy, it governs reality. It's based on the interactions between uh, the three dragons. You know, right. Eberron, the dragon that is the world, uh, Kyber, the dragon below, and Sibiris, the dragon above. Their interactions, right. their eternal sort of struggle between each other is what the Draconic Prophecy um, reads and foretells. Right. If, based on what you saw in the markings and what Krasmar is talking about, it sounds like the purpose of this device, whether or not it can achieve it, is to alter those equations. To kind of, well, wouldn't, yeah. So, all right. In how the prophecy interacts with itself. Right. Imagine, so almost like editing the variables. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and, and that could have effects theoretically. I mean, you wouldn't know for sure until you can get the other pieces and see what's on them, but that could have effects anywhere from preventing or causing a minor accident to uh, causing tectonic shifts 
to opening doors into Kyber and allowing demon kind to walk on Eberron to uh, slamming the the spheres of Sybaris down into the planet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everything, you know, everything from the smallest of interactions to the largest global spanning things. Um, what we have here is a, what we have here is a nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's a um, nuclear weapon you can also use as a toothpick. If what he is saying is true in the context of um of what you've studied because everything manifests in if not is governed by the draconic prophecy. Right. I I I got to tell you guys it I know, you know, Anu, you want to be a king. Cressamar. Mm. I don't know what the fuck is happening with Cressamar. <laughs> I'm just owning the thing. The picture. I'm taking the picture. He's like drinking. He's like drinking of the picture on his way back to the bar to get another. <laughs> uh, all I know is. Oh, all I know is that Gurius being presented with a device of almost limitless power Gurius is gonna turn right into Kim Jong-un <laughs> there's, there's no save the world responsibility shit here I mean it, he's not exactly evil but man man what a way to you know what I won't blow up the world if you pay me. I mean, look, I've even got my little jacket on. One million dollars. <laughs> As you're running through this in your head, the thought occurs to you that you wouldn't theoretically, if this is if this will do everything you think it'll do, you wouldn't need to threaten anybody to get a million dollars because you could just make Yeah. You could just you could just craft yeah. gold with it. You could If I had a million dollars. Yeah, it theoretically I will don't... do. I mean, you can you can alter almost anything that you can conceive of. Oh, if... Yeah, yeah. Let's we 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 need one of these of our very own. Yeah. Um, I know it's just staring at him and seeing like dollar signs. <laughs> just... Oh no, you just can have your kingdom too. You can have your kingdom. We can rewrite the timeline, right? Because so like this disease yo, yo, doesn't yo, exist. Gorius, Gorius, yeah, stop me, like. Everything you change comes with consequences. Yeah, but if we're rich... Not all of them good. Not all of them solvable with money. We need to know more before we go and mess it all up and can't fix it afterwards. I'm going to slam the picture on the table. Splashes around in every <laughs> direction. And I go, Listen, guys, it's not going to be that simple. It doesn't work like that. How? Why? What? Just trust me on this one. I, I can't explain it. It's bad. We have to do it, guys. We have to save the world. And we have to have at that moment, Crestomar trips over the chair. Go. I know. I know. We'll just 
laughing his ass off and then pull Persimar up and place him on a chair and look at him and then at Gorius and then down at himself and go, yeah, like, the world is totally fine with us in charge of it. Definitely gonna save it. We can't even walk down the street. <laughs> and we're getting god devices and... Oh. Huh. oh, God. I'm just going to shove the picture toward Curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. And This is so distressing because it's the first time in my life when I'm the same one in and I'm trying to maintain the voice of reason position and I'm not comfortable, guys, so I need you to just get it together. <laughs> Excellent. No, it is not. And on that note, guys, it's uh, 11.55 Central, so... Or 11.54 Central. So we're going to go ahead and... Um, <laughs> that's where we're going to call it for this week. Uh, you guys are at the uh, at the Sailor's Lament uh, drinking with the revelation that uh, this device might be a little bit more powerful than you initially thought. Um, any uh, questions, comments, complaints, concerns before we wrap up game? This is not going to end well, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it will end beautifully. Um, huh? as your, quest, sure. your quest is on the edge of a knife. Stray but a little, and you will fall. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And in so that describes every session we've ever played. And in light of this revelation... Uh, the, the the revelations that took place today will be considered a milestone. So you guys can Woo. go ahead and add one more level to your characters. We're uh, at level six now. Yeah. Yay! That's unlikely to occur again for a little while, but we'll see uh, we'll see how things go. So yeah, you will you have completed a milestone uh, as you've learned oh. some things. I will uh, put together a little bit over the week and send to Mike about some more memories that are going to start trickling in. Okay. about his mysterious past. And awesome. um, I think that's where we're going to wrap things up. I would like to go ahead and give everybody a quick opportunity, just uh, if you've got anything uh, that you would like to promote, plug, tell the audience about. Um, Mike, you got anything you want to share with the world? Well, I finished that last project that I mentioned last time. Alina's trailer for Angel's Feather. Excellent. You can check that out. Yeah. See what I did. And previously, I, and I will have and that. I'm link. currently working for. A, can I tell them? Yes, of course you can. I'm working on the, the trailer for the next season. Sweet. Oh, sweet! So, awesome. Yeah. Depending on how quickly I recover from my illness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't overdo it, <laughs> that man. That should speed up or slow down the progress. Excellent. Well, I look forward to seeing that, man. The, the, the first trailer is awesome. The link will be down below. Um, so I encourage you to go check that out uh, once this is up in the archive. And then, um, yeah, uh, I look forward to seeing what you do next. It was a, uh, The first one was great. Bob, you got anything uh, new you want to you wanna promote, put the word out about? Uh, I don't have anything out just now, but coming soon to the DMs Guild is a... Um compilation 
that we're calling a fistful of coppers and silvers and electrums dot 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 which is a compilation of best-selling dm's guild products whether it's from adventures to dm's aids to player facing material um spells magic items that sort of thing each item in there there's 15 different authors and there's 26 different best-selling products in this one compilation and you're gonna get you're gonna you can get it for something like two-thirds off the uh your, the normal retail price so it's a fantastic, fantastic thing to pick up. Travis has stuff in it. I do. You, you have some bestsellers in there. I've got a couple and 13 other. And there's some big names in there. So keep an eye out. Um, I'll announce it on my website when it's available, r-p-davis.com, r-p-davis.com. I'll have a listing on there in my blog. And it'll also be on uh, the DMs Guild fan club on Facebook. We'll let, we'll announce it there, and we'll make a big splash about it. It'll be hard to miss it. Twitter and Reddit and all that stuff. Yeah, but we'll that's be, what's coming soon. We'll be blowing some stuff up. It's it's huge. And, oh yeah. And having had the opportunity to just see who's involved, I'm really excited about it. It's it's yeah. it's definitely going to be worth worth the price of admission, boys and girls. Uh, I would highly There's recommend. There's platinum best selling stuff in that. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Um, all right, Alina, what do you got? Uh, what would you like to, anything you would like to promote or drive people toward? Well, remember how I was sick? Um, I was sick during my own release, so I didn't oh, even promote that properly. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so last Thursday, I had a Valentine's Day novella released. It wraps up my um, Lover's Journey series. It's a sort of a companion novella, and um, it's called Sunrise With You. And yeah, it was released last week on Thursday, and I'm promoting it now because well, reason. Life, <laughs> life, life happens um, sometimes. But, and yeah. um, the second release I've had, where actually it hit Amazon today, is another Valentine short story. It's called Be My Anti-Valentine, and it's about this guy who decides to avoid Valentine's Day, which he hates, and his plan is to go to his brother's for a weekend of gaming, as you do. Gaming, junk food, and beer. And uh, he goes to his Because there's never place. any girls there. No, because they're like, his brother was dumped and the other dude is gay, so definitely no girls. Mm. Uh, and when he gets to his brother's place, uh, the brother is kind of not there. He is actually off to Cancun having makeup sex with the girlfriend that took him back. So uh, he makes the best of it and plays games with the roommate who he's had a crush on for a long time. So that was super fun to write. And um, yeah, that's just been released on Amazon now because it was part of a huge freebie, which I didn't get to promote much. Oh, that's okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll make up for it promoting it this week on the show and, and on our, our various uh, stuff. So if you yeah, head down so. into the Amazon um, widget we've got on the page, you can actually hit Alina's uh, book. I think Angel Feather is in there. And, yeah, Angel, then, Fe Angel Feather is in there. And from there, you can get to her author page and see all yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you can see all my books. Yeah, so, awesome. So go there and buy and buy those things. They all sound dope. Um, and then, uh, I guess, what should I be talking about? Um, I have uh, 
I just put out a Savage Worlds setting um, called Citizens Divided, which is... Oh, too cool. Yeah, it's a um, dystopian cyberpunk. My sort of guess at what America's going to look like in 50 years, it's bleak, um, depressing, you know. <laughs> 50. Kind of like now, yeah. right? <laughs> well, there's cyberware. So that's really the, the big oh. difference. <laughs> so it's like now, yeah. but there's cyberware. Um, so that's up at... Uh, Drive through RPG. It's like three ninety five for the setting, and we've got a couple of um, free uh, resources for the character sheet and an adventure collection with some extra um, resources on uh, what are called sensuals or sense chips. Where uh, one of the things that you can do, it's uh, people can record their experiences onto chips and then sell them on the black market. Uh, so you can maybe go out on a date with somebody you'd never be able to land in real life or feel what it's like to kill someone or, you know, cool. <laughs> go through these various That's different cool. experiences. So, yeah, and all the, all the, <laughs> there's three adventures that surround that idea and that's free. So, um, you can pick that up for Savage Worlds at drive through RPG at my drive through RPG store. Um, the other thing I wanted to just talk briefly about, I don't have... It's not up quite yet, but um, Eddie Webb of Pug Steady and Onyx Path is launching a Pugmire um, community content program. And I was just contact contacted last week. I got a little bit of early access, a couple days early access to some of the materials for it. And I've got my first Pugmire adventure in the works. I think that goes public today. So I think if you head over to drive through. Uh, and go to Onyx Path's drive-through store. You can download all the resources to create your own Pugmire stuff. And awesome! Yeah, if you're into, if you haven't heard of it, Pugmire's D and D, but you're playing dogs that are like human-like dogs. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, there's a word. There's a word for that. Anthrop anthropomorphic. Yes, anthropomorphic dogs. Um, and it's it's just it's a cool, fun setting, and it's really designed to be. Uh, an all ages thing, but certainly not like dumbed down for kids. Um, so it's it's dope. It's fun. I'm looking forward to doing a, a little pirate themed adventure for that. But I have, yeah, kept us talking about my junk long enough. So um, guys, if you're watching uh, live, please be sure to follow this channel so you know when we're going live. Um, please be sure to uh, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, make sure you check out everybody else's websites and links that are going to be in the description. And come back here on Monday at, I think, 1 p.m. Central. We're doing the DMs Guild Hall, and where we talk with creators from the DMs Guild. I have no idea who I'm talking to this week. It's in my calendar that's not open. So. <laughs> <laughs> tune in on tune out on Monday and find out. Um, and yeah, please uh, join us next Friday, 10 a.m. Central, where we'll be back here dealing with the aftermath of these revelations. We'll still be drunk by then. You will. Oh, you will Jesus. also be drunk. Yes. <laughs> I'm ter I'm terrified. Terrified. Anu's <laughs> gonna be a king. Kastmar <laughs> is banging a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth is coming toward Gurius? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll leave you with this parting thought, guys. 
Oh no, no, no. La 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 la. You ain't seen nothing yet. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> <laughs>